Welcome to the Admissions Game, your satirical guide to elite college admission with your host, college admissions counselor to the rich and famous, Rebecca Gordon. Stay to the end for actual tips you can use for your standout college application. Parents from coast to coast who once reveled in their own tales of wild nights are delighted their children have little interest in any of that. Can it be attributed to superior parenting techniques? Sermons from the pulpit? Hardly. I'm Rebecca Gordon, CEO of DLS College Consulting, and I would posit that the primary, nay, the sole reason for this sea change in youthful interests is the ever-growing obsession with elite college admissions. Gone are the days when near-perfect SAT scores and impeccable grades could unlock the gates of prestigious campuses. And now, Mr. President, I'd like to announce the winner of the National Regeneron Science Talent Search Competition, Felina Olabale, for her paper, Quantum Metrology, Coherent Dynamics of Multiparameter VO2 in Boron Nitride. Who has time for parties when there are groundbreaking research papers to publish in intergalactic competitions to conquer in math, science, art, music, spelling, history, debate, language, robotics, coding, entrepreneurship, and geography, to name a few, plus an ever-expanding list of obscure sports even Google is unaware of? Of course, succeeding at this high-stakes, low-odds game requires Herculean efforts starting shortly after matriculation into the appropriate preschool. What are these letters, children? S-A-T! It helps to have a full-time tiger mom, dad, or non-binary parent curating every facet of the youngster's life. But that's not enough. Not even close. You must also learn to ace the college admissions game, the podcast where I share the insider secrets I acquired while working at a prestigious university whose name begins with a Y and rhymes with kale. The benefits of this knowledge are as multifaceted as a diamond. Where'd you go to school? Um, a college in New Haven. Oh. Some think it's no longer possible for students with modest credentials to squeeze their way into top schools. In our top story today, the college admissions world is rocked by a scandal involving wealthy parents, actresses, and coaches known as Operation Varsity Blues. Now that the feds are wise to scams like Photoshop your face onto a water polo hunk and the formerly tried-and-true let-an-MIT-graduate-take-your-SAT technique, it does appear untenable. Au contraire. Cheating is out, but no longer required. The holistic admissions regime has loopholes as big as a Mack truck, and we're here to steer you right through them. 
So, tune in and transform your college journey. I'm Rebecca Gordon, CEO of DLS College Consulting, LLC, here to guide you. Welcome folks to the debut of the admissions game case study series brought to you by DLS College Consulting. Admissions consulting is like a virus. You have to mutate every year to stay ahead of the gatekeepers. In this episode, we dive into my latest surefire approach, ideological diversity. I'll showcase this winner with my client, billionaire hedge fund manager Milford Lonergan and his Antifa activist son, Killian. What do we want? And white supremacy! When do we want it? Now! That woman must be a white supremacist. She flipped me off. How do you know there was she, Killian? Oh, yeah. Milford brought his son Killian to see me, bragging about his street cred. Killian may have a B-minus average, but he has a tremendous potential, and I'm a firm believer that it's important not to peak too soon. You can't overturn the global capitalist hegemony and go to class at the same time. True enough, so let's take a look at your Twitter feed, Killian. Looks like you researched all your teachers' donations to Republicans and posted them on Twitter. Those cretins deserve to be outed. They obviously gave him poor grades in retaliation. No doubt. Oh, and I see you outed your classmates' parents, too. Those clowns only care about tax cuts. Well, now, economic research clearly shows taxing the wealthy ends up hurting the poor the most. <laughs> <clears throat> Killian has a tremendous passion and convictions, which is laudable. I'm glad you recognize that. But guess how many of the 60,000-plus Harvard applications talk about economics and racial justice? Not enough! Try 10,000. Guess how many write about the climate crisis? I'll answer that one. Close to half. So even though Ivy League colleges love liberal activists, they have a whole abattoir to choose from, and most of them will have a 4.0 GPA. <sighs> Unless Killian wants to matriculate to a local community college. What? He'll have to do what few other applicants do, pursue change with conservative, market-oriented ideas. Are you saying I should become a republicard? That sounds awfully ableist, Killian. Well, don't worry. Going full-on GOP would be the kiss of death. But colleges want at least some conservatives for ideological diversity. You really think Killian could get into the Ivy League with that? If he follows my plan, absolutely. Yeah, then I could break down the establishment from within. Milford, here's my bank information. Just wire the 500,000 retainer. I'll take it from there. My next move, securing Killian an internship with Malcolm Smudge, a CPA and first-time libertarian candidate running for governor. 
his campaign war chest consisted of his $3,000 tax refund, so he was in no position to turn down free assistance. I explained the plan to Killian. I could never forgive myself if I got that imbecile smudge elected. It could mean the end of democracy. Killian, no libertarian has ever won statewide office in Connecticut. His name recognition is zero. And he has a memeable lisp. I don't think you're good enough to move that needle. After realizing how a Yale degree could enhance his plans for societal overthrow, Killian reluctantly joined Smudge's campaign. On his first day, Killian hid his vape pen as he saw Smudge approaching, excitingly waving a print newspaper. Killian, did you know Norwegians don't plow the snow? They just drive over it and pack it down. Sounds kind of slippery. Slippery? No way! The inventors in this state will invent new tire chains for every mode of transport. What's a mode? And communities will pull together to help the cripple put tire chains on their wheelchairs. How's that for an added bonus? I'm getting a bonus? We can save $50 million a year. That's a heck of a tax cut for the beleaguered taxpayers of this state. Fifty bucks per household. Pretty catchy. I'll tweet it out to all 30 of your followers on X, or whatever it is now. Killian, you're such a bright young man. I'm going to appoint you our new digital strategy director. Energized by his impressive new title and a choice batch of sativa, Killian and his comrade Clover hatched a digital strategy sure to tank Smudge's incipient campaign. That's some banging weed, man. Do that. Hey, let's start a Twitter account called Crash Test Dummies for Smudge. On it. Oh, oh, here's a video of a car careening off the road. (laughs) The crash test dummies for Smudge are deaf reposting this. No salt. What about what about Hot Granny's love Smudge? Oh, I can hear my grandma. Common sense. Now post it. Where are the Doritos? Killian woke up from his weed-induced torpor to a torrent of smudge-related activity all across social media. It started with at lesbian psycho killers tweeting hot for smudge. The posts kept flooding in. Going GOP to meet hot grannies. Rash does dummies on ice. Strap me in. A photo meme of smudge captioned fascist but stone-cold hottie was widely shared by radicals and reactionaries alike. Rebecca, did you see the tweets? Yes, each one funnier than the next. What should I do? These libertarians all own guns. Remember, all publicity is good publicity. Stride in there like a champ. You've got to own it. 
news on the hour. We're not preparing them. Women and children are inside. They're hopeful he President Malcolm Biden's trip will lead to better conditions. Fernando Garcia of the Border Network for Healing We live in a thick and violent society. But the phone is ringing off the hook. The local TV channel, the Hartford Gazette, Jimmy Kimmel... Since the three-term incumbent, Governor Stanley Smythe, spent more time on the golf course than the campaign trail, a new tweet naturally started trending. Hashtag, what is a Stanley Smythe? (laughs) It went downhill from there. Killian's own grandmother strapped a billboard to the roof of her car reading, At Hot Granny's Love Smudge. Fifty bucks tax cut. Yes, please. Good morning, Hartford. Joining us today is Libertarian gubernatorial candidate Malcolm Smudge. Malcolm, overnight you seem to have united everybody in this polarized state. Crash test dummies, hot grannies, lesbian psycho killers. Well, Nick, they're just responding to my common sense campaign. I'm taking a weed whacker to all the crazy spending and giving the citizens the liberty they demand. Well, your message is definitely resonating, Mr. Smudge. I'm sorry, I mean Smudge. Don't apologize. We in the disabled community know there's strength in the difference. No hiding under a barrel. We're here to own it. Welcome, citizens of all different abilities from the great state of Connecticut. I'm proud to announce our next governor, Malcolm Smudge. Common sense! Common sense! Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank my opponent, Governor Stanley Smythe, for a well-run campaign. And a special thank you to my brilliant aide, Killian Longergan, for the win. The boy genius behind Smudge article in Connecticut Today magazine was read by every political junkie in Connecticut, including the Eagle Eye Yale admissions officers. His Common App essay wasn't that cogent, but it hardly mattered at that point. I'm all set to destroy the establishment from within. So the phone lines here at the DLS College Consulting Office are ringing off the hook. Looks like it's time for some of our callers. First up, we have Riley Metlock from the charming Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, What's your question, Riley? Oh, man, I'm all fired up about colleges seeking out conservatives. Will my chances be even better if I got a track record of leading a full-fledged nation-spanning conservative movement? Hmm, that's quite the angle, Riley. Tell me more. Yes, ma'am. I'm the big wig running the western chunk of North Carolina for the Oath Keepers. You ever come across them? Oh, I might have caught a glimpse of them on the news. We're becoming real well-known as guardians of the Constitution, even in the lamestream media. Anyway, I was a mastermind behind hauling in two busloads of patriots for the totally legitimate, mostly peaceful protests at our nation's capital on January 6th. Uh, I see. But here's the deal. If I fill in my address on the application as the Asheville Federal Penitentiary, do you think it'll dampen my chances? 
Actually, Riley, only certain types of conservatism are desirable at elite colleges. I'm afraid rioting to overturn an election isn't one of them. Daggummit. I wish I'd known. What about starting a MAGA club? Um, let's just say that's a bit of a stretch. Packing heat on the quad? Oh, sorry, Riley. That's a no-go. But a little-known loophole called prison education for inmates might be just your ticket. I loves me a loophole. The University of North Carolina Chapel Hill offers free college credits while you're, well, paying your debt to society. Ooh-hoo, uh, but uh, Chapel Hill's got a 20% acceptance rate. Think they'll take me? My SAT score's just at 800, but I do got my GED. If you're a convicted felon serving time, you're in. Sweet. Too bad I'm only in for a year. Maybe I'll see if my lawyer can get me a longer sentence. You don't mind the company there? Heck no. Me and my fellow inmates got a real bond. Wrongly convicted, all of us. And we're a united front against the feds when we get out. Well, you sound pretty young, so you can probably get that felony off your record. So buckle down, Riley, and you could strut out of the clink a UNC Chapel Hill grad. Crash, boom, bang. <laughs> uh, Tiffany, uh, who's in the hot seat now? We've got the one and only Clover Cowperthwaite, calling in from Greenwich, Connecticut. Hello, Clover. Uh, wait a second. Are you the same Clover who was sharing bong hits with Killian Lonergan? Yeah, that's me. And that weasel Killian didn't toss me a single shout-out for helping him get that MAGA douchebag smudge elected. So now I'm stuck finding my own angle to wiggle into college. I got a wild idea I wanted to run by you. Okay, hit me. Okay. Buckle up. All right, non-diadecological diversity. Hold up, Clover. You're zooming ahead without me. You know, that whole deal where love ain't confined to a simple two-person game. <laughs> Polyamory, you mean? Yes! How's that working for you, Clover? You know, even those free-loving polytypes can be kind of stuck up. They get all hung up on hygiene and that kind of shit. Well, I'm sure you'll have your pick of non-hygienic polyamorous in your local tent camp when you graduate from high school. Uh, good luck, Clover. <laughs> Tiffany, I think we have time for one last caller. We have Martina Washburn calling in all the way from Portland, Oregon. Hello, Martina. What's your burning college admissions question? Hey, like totally stoked to be here. So Killian's story is kind of important to me. Every morning I skim through Talking Points Memo to find out what political stances will score me likes on my Insta. But hey, I'm cool with crafting a whole new identity if that's my golden ticket into Harvard. I'm not saying you should lie about your beliefs, Martina. But making a good faith effort to understand the other side will go a long way. Yeah, whatever. I've already sent in my fake conservative essay on my Harvard application and my genuine progressive essay to Stanford to hedge my bets. Then what's your question? If I roll into Stanford waving the create my own social justice major flag, can I drop that and switch to e-com when I get there? You bet, Martina. Killian pulled off that hat trick and now he's interning at Goldman Sachs. Best of luck on your journey. 
And there you have it, a mosaic of college admissions strategies served up on today's episode. Join us for the next episode of The Admissions Game for more gems from DLS College Consulting. And now a word from the producer of The Admissions Game, Lori McKenzie. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in to our fictional account of Rebecca Gordon and her over-the-top admission strategies. I wanted to bring in Julie Amayal with Paragon Academic Consulting in Boston to get her take on what we can learn from these crazy antics in the real world. Thank you for having me, Lori. Julie is a graduate of Harvard College, served on the Harvard Admissions Alumni Committee, and has advised countless students from around the globe in college admissions. Julie, I know the admissions game is satire, but are there lessons from this episode that can help our listeners in their college admissions process? First of all, I thought Killian's story was hilarious and obviously over the top, but I do think there are some nuggets that listeners can use. We're all ears, Julie. Colleges have a stack of applications that frankly often look quite similar. So anything you can do that is meaningful and is different from other applications will help you stand out. For instance, it is true that this generation of applicants to elite colleges often advocate for progressive causes. So Killian's plan to offer a different point of view can provide ideological diversity that colleges are looking for. What about getting a long-shot candidate elected or something else that makes the news? <laughs> Elite colleges love famous people. They really want people who will change the world, even more than geniuses, though they like those too. Are you saying people should lie or fudge their beliefs to stand out? No, you need to be your authentic self. But just taking the time to understand the other side and reevaluating your own beliefs is also a great way to stand out. Back to this example, would you advise someone to write about, say, their support of the Second Amendment? Truthfully, only acceptable conservative positions are desirable at elite colleges. Thanks, Julie. Any last advice? Even though Killian's tale was amusing, I would think twice before posting while high. Always good advice. And listeners, if you'd like to talk more to Julie, you can find her at paragonacademic.com. And for more satirical examples of college admissions success, check out future episodes of The Admissions Game. The first 10 listeners to guess the meaning of DLS will snag a free copy of The Admissions Game Handbook, your guide to guaranteed Ivy League admission. Email entry to dlscollegeconsulting at gmail.com. Guaranteed admission applies only to open enrollment online courses. The Admissions Game stars... Allison Walkler, Russ Coleman, Isaac Chapin, Eric Detlefson, Anjali McKenzie, and Lori McKenzie. Edited by Isaac Chapin and Russ Coleman. Sound designed by Isaac Chapin. Produced, directed, and written by Lori McKenzie at New TV.